ComC is excited to announce their latest grading partnership with PSA, the largest and most trusted third-party authentication and grading company in the world. With over 30 million raw cards available through our marketplace, ComC is expanding upon our effortless grading experience for you to buy, sell, and grade your sports, Marvel, and TCG cards. Don't forget to submit your cards for grading today with ComC Direct to Grading. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. This week in the shop, I had an interesting conversation. A man came in, and he brought his grandson in. And they had been in the in in the past, and we'd had a chance to chat over you know the last couple of years when they would occasionally come in. But there was an interesting piece of this conversation that I started to think about, and I'm not really sure if there are bigger implications or not. But I thought it was interesting. We we were talking about what types of cards people were interested in, and this gentleman he was a big Pete Rose fan. He was a big vintage baseball fan. He loved the players from the the 50s, 60s, and 70s that he grew up watching. And he has a a strong place in his heart for both the sport of baseball and some of these vintage-era players. But his grandson was only interested in soccer cards. In the past, when we had interacted, there were times where he looked for some basketball cards or times that he looked for some baseball cards. But at this point now... In in that conversation, he had shifted where his entire focus now is purely on soccer cards. And that's a little bit of a unique thing from the collecting community as a whole. I, I carry some soccer cards, but it's not a big seller for me. There's not a lot of people that I see coming in looking for soccer cards. And in the market as a whole, we've seen soccer cards start to pull back. I think the last time I checked that the... The card letter index was down about 30% on, on soccer cards for 2023. But the unique thing that we got to talking in the conversation is we were exploring this a little bit further about why he was only interested in soccer, why his grandfather was really only interested in baseball. Well, what I started to realize is that the people that do come in and look for soccer at my shop, they're almost entirely high school age or younger. It's rare that I have an adult coming in looking for soccer, in my shop anyway. And I wondered if that is something that we're going to start to see play out over a longer period of time. You know, we've seen a pullback in soccer. We know baseball as a whole is is contracting and it has an aging demographic uh, fan base. But I wonder if that is going to start to play out in cards even more in the coming years, just in a slow but sure way. Are we going to see the soccer market grow, the interest in soccer cards grow as these younger collectors continue to age? Are we going to see more and more soccer collectors come in over the coming years and baseball go down? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but it was an interesting realization that the, the vast majority of the people that I do have coming in for soccer cards are all high school age or younger. 
If you collect soccer, I'd love to know the difference. If you have a shop out there or you sell online and you have a way to know kind of the age breakdown or set up at shows, are, are your soccer customers skewing on the younger side or do you have a, a steady mix? Anyway, I was just curious on, on what your experience has been. Hi, this is Pat Hughes, Cubs announcer, coming to you from the sports card shop in beautiful New Buffalo, Michigan. The Gocher family has built an incredible place here for collectors to buy, sell, and trade cards and memorabilia. Be sure to stop by and let them show you around. TheSportsCardShop.com, connecting sports, athletes, the hobby, and collectors around the world. Hi, this is Tony Rice, and I'm here to tell you that the Gocher family has done it again. They just opened a sport card shop in downtown Valparaiso, Indiana, and it is awesome. If you're a collector, you need to check this place out. Tell them Tony sent you, and they get a free gift on your first visit. Now it's time for us to get into our main segment. Today, I want to talk about this idea that the hobby is dead. Over the last year, that's something that has come up or popped up on social media. You've seen uh, some conversation on different web shows and things about the hobby and this idea that the hobby is dead, oftentimes associated with a drop in card prices for singles or boxes or things like that. And I wanted to put some thoughts together around this idea of is the hobby really dead or isn't it? And so I've put some thoughts together for a Hobby News Daily article, and I want to share that, that idea today. I titled this piece, The Hobby is Dead, Long Live the Hobby. There's been no shortage of discussions about the great sports card boom of 2020 and 2021. This rise was driven by several factors, including people who collected as a kid coming back to the hobby and new entrants looking to make a quick buck in a rising market. More collector demand led to increased prices in almost all segments of singles and sealed wax products. However, all good things must come to an end. Over the last year or so, the vast majority of card indexes tracked by Card Ladder were down. The high card index was down over 30%, football was down over 50%, basketball down over 40%, and even the vintage index was down 10 to 20%. Cards that make headlines when they had record high sales a year or two ago are now selling at a fraction of those highs. Not only that, but a handful of new hobby companies whose star was burning bright during the peak of hobby activity, they've either shut down or are operating as a shadow of their former selves. The hobby is dead. Well, not so fast. Long live the hobby. From this collector's perspective, I think we're seeing something a bit different. It seems to me that while we're seeing prices start to come down and normalize to more reasonable levels, we're continuing to see the level of hobby activity be as strong as ever. We've had some of the opportunists come and go, but it appears we have more active collectors today than we had prior to the boom. There's a couple indicators that I looked at to come to the conclusion. Card Ladder tracks a vast amount of online sales across the biggest online marketplaces. And when we dig into that data, we can see numbers from both a dollar and transaction perspective. They recorded over $177 million of card sales in June of 2023. And while that's down from the $251 million which were captured at the peak of 2022, it's still up a million dollars from December of 21. 
We can also look at the number of transactions to give us a feel for the level of hobby interest. There were over 1.8 million online card transactions in June. Now that's down from 2.2 million in March of 22, but it's still up from 1.6 million transactions in December of 2021. The short-term view looks bad, but if you zoom out a little bit, you can see a very healthy level of both prices and activity. Also, not all hobby activity occurs online. There has been an explosion of new card shops and card shows over the last couple years, and that's provided a ton of new opportunities for collectors to make in-person cardboard transactions. That's millions of additional purchases over that time that don't get recorded in card ladder stats. And card show traffic is as strong as ever. In fact, July's 2023 National Sports Collectors Convention in Chicago set an all-time attendance record, and several dealers have described it as their best show ever. From a collectors who ravage dime boxes to cards in five-figure showcases, the hobby activity is thriving in these shops and shows. This in-person growth makes the online growth look even healthier. So after all that, what do you think? Is the hobby dead? Well, if your definition of the hobby is the irrational exuberance we saw for a couple years where card prices go up every month, then yeah, the hobby's dead. If your definition of the hobby is influencers who are selling you their card picks investment services, then yes, the hobby is dead. And if your definition of the hobby is sending in every base card of every random prospect to get graded and expecting to sell them for 10x levels, then yeah, it's dead. But that's not the hobby that I know. That hobby was artificial. The artificial hobby is dead. But the hobby I know is providing enjoyment to a 45-year-old Wade Boggs collector who's built a collection of thousands of different Wade Boggs cards. The hobby I know is thrilling a 25-year-old Kobe Bryant collector who can now afford a card which was untouchable at its peak. It's inspiring a 12-year-old girl when she sees her heroes inside a pack of Parkside NWSL or Bowman U NCAA cards. And the hobby I know is filling this collector with joy when it gives him the chance to connect and hang out with a host of friends who are as passionate as him to chase down these little pieces of cardboard. Long live the hobby. So is your hobby dead? Or is your hobby alive and well? I want to know what you think. I want to know what your experience has been. I want to know how you feel about the state of this hobby that we all love. Reach out to me on Twitter at the Mike Summer, or I guess X at the Mike Summer now. Reach out to me on TikTok, Instagram, or Threads at Waxpack Hero. You can send me an email at waxpackhero at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts on where the state of the hobby is today. That is all I have for you today, so I'll catch you next time.